Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Marvel Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the Marvel Universe. Excelsior to you, our Merry Marvelites. Can we say it that way? Merry Marvelites? Fighting for Merry. Yes, there we go. <laughs> I think that's the best of both worlds. We Thank are you. quite merry. Mm-hmm. We are a merry band of Marvelites. I'll take it. Uh, welcome back to our 13th show of the year, 2015, 26 and all, I yes, believe. It is. Are we keeping count still? We are. Uh, we are the Marvel Movie News, coming to you live from the Danger Room, where we, where we tell you all the news from all the studios mm-hmm. and why you should be as excited as we are. Because uh, we are. As we are. Mary. Makes us merry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, seamlessly merry. That's what we'll say. We're seamless. Remember that? Seamless. 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 Oh, we haven't said we seamless. We haven't said that in a while. Someone yeah, said it on Twitter. It made me happy. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us through the Popcorn Talk Network. You can also find us through the Popcorn Talk's uh, website, popcorntalknetwork.com. We're also on YouTube mm-hmm. under that same banner. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN. Find us on Facebook, Marvel Movie News. Like us. Uh, oh, and if you, can I interrupt real quick? Oh. We're almost at a thousand followers on Twitter. Like, yeah. I think it's like nine hundred eighty-eight. Yeah, so let's try to get to a thousand by the end of the show. Recruit your friends, annoy them. <laughs> Both of them. We need two. <laughs> yeah, we need, just yeah. two. If everyone does two, let's get then, to eleven hundred. Then we'll get mm-hmm. to the population of America by the end of the year. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's how math works. Uh, and if you guys will uh, tweet out the link to our live chat, uh, the Popcorn Talk will retweet you. Retweet we retweet you. We tweet. And we'll say it and everything. Yeah. We'll say, we'll These say are words. Everything. I studied English. Uh, I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. I'm Meredith Placco at M Placco. Oh, wait, I've got to do Coy because he he'll mm-hmm. he'll appreciate it. I'm Coy Jandro at Coy Jandro in this uh, chair. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Sizzler. And I'm Alan Sizzler Kissler at Sizzler Kissler. Yeah, we're we're hoping to have you on a mm-hmm. lot more often. But you you've got WonderCon stuff coming up this weekend. I do, yeah. I do. I'm going to be on a spotlight with Jamal Eigel on Friday. I'm going to be on a how to get press coverage if you're indie on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. And I'm going to be speaking with some psycho- uh, psychologist friends of mine on the psychology and and the psychological benefits of cult geeky TV oh. on Sunday at 2 p.m. It's really cool. cool. Stuff. Really cool. Yeah, really it's fun. it's like the second or third time we've done this panel. Yeah. It's really great. Uh, you can you, see me in a sexy costume on Saturday, which yeah. is worth the admission. I mean, well, that's worth the price. Of I'm admission. actually really excited. So, um, I'll be cosplaying with my first like LA group friends of cosplayers. Um, we've got something really awesome uh, in store. It's uh, my, my friend Manzi Manzanator, who is an amazing costume designer, has worked on like Kids Choice Awards, uh, YouTube stuff, and our other friend Chris Christine Kristen Space Invader, who's also an awesome cosplayer, and I've followed their work for years, and I get to cosplay with them. I'm so excited. Um, I will give you a hint. We are doing a a, a really a, a classically 
sexy take on some uh, well-known video game princesses. Oh. So. Oh. I'm intrigued. Be, there might be bunny ears involved. Oh. oh. Yeah. You're doing the... Uh, the rabbit version <laughs> yes. of Zelda. Yeah, I'm, 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 well, I'm just actually is. dressing oh. up as Bugs Bunny. Oh, That's just nice. it. Yeah. Nice. We are nerds. And all. We're dorks. <laughs> so. uh, anyway, uh, I will be at uh, WonderCon. I'm not mm-hmm. doing anything. Yeah. I'm just going to be hanging out. Well, we'll uh, be doing interviews and stuff. I will be doing yeah. interviews. With, and, uh, are you guys, you'll be there. Are you going to be there, Corey? I'll be drinking an Anaheim. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. Rest assured, I will yeah, be, too. Yeah, like, I, just, I mean, that, that I went without saying. I didn't get tickets. Right. I'll be... You can still be at the bar. Yeah. My, yeah. my lovely fiance. I'll learn a lot after. Uh, my lovely fiance, Brittany, the party mancer, as she likes to call herself, <laughs> is, uh, or as she's known now, is uh, throwing a little bit of a shindig. I'll be there. Uh, that uh, Saturday night. That, I, I'm uh, just so there, unprepared so. for WonderCon, so I feel yeah. like I want to commit to saying I'll be there because yeah. I emotionally am not ready. Mm-hmm. You're ready. This will be You're my first WonderCon. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh, it's so fun. And if if you're in Southern California or if you're planning to go to WonderCon, tweet at us, find us, and we'll uh, we'll have a little meet and greet. It'll be fun. We'd love to meet our fans. So I've got a few books to sell, so yep. Yeah, you've got your Doctor Who book. Yep, the New York Times bestseller, Doctor Who, a history. Yeah. And uh, Game of Thrones, the unofficial Game of Thrones cookbook. I've got that. I've also got a couple of my... did you write that? The unofficial Game of Thrones cookbook, yes. I've like made ten recipes from the unofficial Game of Thrones cookbook. That's me. That's awesome. Can I bring my little coffee? Of I'm course, going I'm going to charge you. Oh. <laughs> okay. What if I made you, like, the... Uh, the uh, you didn't even have to go that the far. Like. from it. Um, I'm actually going to a Game of Thrones uh, party next week. And awesome. I'm actually cooking a bunch of stuff from the books. I had a fun time putting that together. It, so it was awesome. it was way fun. and uh, You guys should read the names of authors on books you buy. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just... I, just saw a cool I actually I ran into George R. R. Martin at a bar in San Diego, and we got to talk about it. He was a really chill cat, and he was all like, "That's a great book." Yeah, and he awesome. was really, so awesome. really fun guy. He thought it was. I told him about some of the haters I had. He's like, "Screw them, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're making money." But like, like oh, in a cool. much higher voice, like, "Eh, screw them." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he killed five people before we left the bar. <laughs> I'll show you how to deal all, with haters. All his family. It all was amazing. <laughs> Everyone, everyone wore a red shirt, and they regretted it. Aww. Everyone's favorite guys in the bar. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. that's unfortunate. I just learned your backstory. <laughs> Why? Uh, well, let's um, let's jump into it. Sure. Yes. Uh, we've got no Deadpool news today. No, it's very sad very how little boring. Deadpool news we have. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, we're at 20th Century Fox. Let's mm-hmm. go ahead and throw that uh, Deadpool picture up. Uh, John Arvis. We've got John in the booth today. Say hi, John. If you get uh, is the microphone working? John, John Arvis. John, yeah, I'm here. Yes, <laughs> you. Yeah, this week. That's amazing. Sorry, I had to. Like, she was, she was confirming that yeah. I wrote it. No, uh, no, so. I just want to make sure I bought that. Well, yeah. That's the one. I'm like, I know what the cover. Sorry. Oh, look at that. Is that on screen? Can that, that go? Yeah, that no, that's our face that. right now. Yeah, that's covering our face right now. Thank that's God. That's my cover photo on Facebook. Oh, it and it should be. Oh, of course it is. Two minutes after I that's, saw it. That's mm-hmm. a great photo. It is, I, I flipped it so his feet are where my head is, so it's more together. But oh, I've, oh been, I've so never been as excited 
by a single image in my entire life. Really? This is the, like, it's just, it's, there's nothing. The Last Supper, <laughs> Van Gogh's works, paltry, paltry, nothing. compared to Deadpool <laughs> and a fireplace. Yeah. This is, Deadpool? yes. <laughs> so. This is Deadpool. This is when yeah. I, like, I never thought Ryan Reynolds had it in him, oh, and I, he does. He's Deadpool. I, now, this I actually is, never doubted Ryan yeah, Reynolds. This is when you know they get it. Yeah, I guess maybe that's it. I, maybe it's not Ryan Reynolds I doubted, but but I just had I was like, no. But no, they mm-hmm. get it. And, and he even said in an interview, like, this, is the, this isn't the same Deadpool from Wolverine Origins. This is the Deadpool that you deserve. <laughs> yeah, I, I doubted everyone except Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. and this shows that those people started listening to Ryan Reynolds. And, and this image yeah. is them being like, well, maybe he's got something. It's, it's not his fault. I just still I'm so upset over Hal Jordan I'm just still upset over that I really want, love that I want that movie to be great Hal, and Hal Jordan is upset about that I think <laughs> Ryan Re- in fact yeah. I think Ryan Reynolds has gone on record is like yeah yeah that wasn't the best move that we've ever made but this this is <laughs> not his fault also not his fault it's certainly not, not. And can we take a moment to like really appreciate the costume? Because while it's incredible. We, yeah, while like Spider-Man and Superman and Batman have been very good interpretations of comic book to film, we haven't really seen like one of like the spandex suit Marvel characters like outside of Spider-Man really like take it. And this is this is what comic book to film adaptations should be, not leather jackets, X-Men. Yeah, so this perfect. is amazing. Well, this this tells you immediately they're absolutely embracing what Deadpool is. Everything from the costume yeah. to the complete hood. We're not having it a half mask or a domino mm-hmm. mask to show the actor's face. No, the guy wears a complete hood with his eyes hidden. We're going that route. And we're immediately telling you, don't take this too seriously. Yeah. And the CGI augments into the eyes are like different. Like, that's so. It's a different it makes idea. me wonder. Well, do, you think so, the, do you think the eyes will actually CG the, CG the, the eyes? That'd yeah, be great. This whole area, I think, because that's enhanced. how we oh, yeah, so yeah. much. You can't, Absolutely. You can't not have that. I what I think my favorite thing about the picture is the tongue in cheek reference to the uh, the Burt Reynolds, Reynolds on the yes. bear like yeah. on the bear rug like like that's the first thing I thought of and I was like oh it's so it's so perfectly in character for what Deadpool would would do because you know Deadpool loves Burt Reynolds oh, like, oh, of course and B Arthur let us there yes. better there yeah. better be a B Arthur reference oh, in this movie that's chimichanga level yes yes Deadpool absolutely like, yeah. when he when he got his boat and named it the SS B Arthur. Like, <laughs> I shed a tear. I shed a geeky tear. Yeah, I mean he's he's a Burt Reynolds loving man. Like if if he's not like singing Southbound and Down at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in this image, I can see what he's saying in his head. Like there's just so much about this that's good. I can hear Ryan Reynolds. I can like there's just snark. Yeah. yeah. It's just so perfect. Yeah. And, I mean this is like I mean really well played Fox. I mean this was a great drop. This is a great way to get fans is, excited. Yeah. This is like the antithesis of everything I've reacted to in Fantastic Four. <laughs> Thank you. It looks so Yes, Fox like, did good marketing. Yes, yeah. everything I'm loving yeah, here did. is the opposite of what <laughs> happened to me in Fantastic Four. Well, it's just, I, I mean, obviously they have different teams marketing. Yes, they so. do. This is great. I love it. I'm so I'm so stoked, guys. Yeah, and like I like I like I've admitted on the show, like I'm not as up on my Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't read as much as like most uh well other fans have, like for Deadpool stuff, but mm-hmm. this was like, oh man, now I want to go read all the Deadpool that I've missed out on. Like this was the Joe Kelly run, man. Yeah, that's that's where I I, I I actually don't have a lot of that on um, Marvel Unlimited until recently, and I they, recently just discovered that they finally put it on there. So I've been reading it. The current Dugan runs pretty strong. Like the good, yes. the yeah. bad, and the ugly. That that five issue arc, the good, bad, and the ugly, that was is some excellent. of the most powerful Deadpool writing I've ever read. Mark, yeah. Mark yeah. Wade, the second Deadpool miniseries, not the first, but the second one that was written by Mark Wade, was like the beginning of. 
shifting what, shifting him what from are you drink? like <laughs> you're like double fisting whiskey over here. What is this? Stop. Hey, there's no judgment. No, there's no judgment. No judgment. I just want to know why I don't have two cups of whiskey. It's just, it's just diet soda. Well, initiative oh, okay. is why. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, Mark Wade was the first writer to really start giving him the sort of tragic uh, anti-hero mm-hmm. voice mixed with a comedy instead of just having him be kind of a wise-ass but not actually that funny assassin. Yeah. Because yeah. originally he's basically de- uh, Deathstroke with a little bit more sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Slade Wilson? Yeah, Slade yeah. Wilson became Wade Wilson. I mean, you know, and but but Mark Wade started him on that route, and mm-hmm. then Joe Kelly in his Deadpool series, especially that first twenty-five issue storyline, yeah, just fantastic, just this fantastic Jumadura, arc, right? yeah, 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 gorgeous, absolutely. And also, like the last couple of years where Deadpool shows up with the X Men, that's been my my main uh, interaction with him, mm-hmm. and it's been it's solid. He he really kind of like, especially if you get him and like Peter and the X Men or Spider Man together yeah. with the X Men, it's. Oh, the romance between Deadpool yeah. and Spider-Man's incredible. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. Oh, like the whole that whole hit monkey thing is one of my favorite yeah. stories that I've read. And like he's like Deadpool's legitimately trying to save Spider-Man from him. Like it's yeah. great. I love it. And anytime they switch costumes, I'm like, oh. yeah, bravo. Well, also they they had Deadpool in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon series, and he oh, that's right. yeah. he was fantastic there. They really just played with. Especially when Spider-Man already breaks the fourth wall on that mm-hmm. cartoon series, mm-hmm. but Deadpool still took it to a higher level somehow. Yeah. It was fantastic. We Blake Benji amazing. wants me to give him a shout-out, so I will. Aww. Done, sir. <laughs> wow. Enjoy. Well, uh, Brittany wants me to tell I, 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 I saw her she wants to, I'm like, I She wants to cut me. off the man it's bun? It's going soon. It's for a thing I'll talk about in June. <laughs> Brittany Wallach? Yeah, I'm yeah. on to her. I just assumed he was a samurai. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. training. Yeah. Yojimbo over there. Yeah. Oh, are you going to do another uh, White Samurai movie? I will be the last samurai after Tom Cruise retires. <laughs> I'm the new last Thank samurai. Thank goodness, no matter what culture is dying, one white person can save them. You're uh, welcome, Society. Well, uh, well, speaking of being saved, uh, we also have confirmation that Deadpool's going to be rated R. That was, that was, I didn't believe it when that came out. No, yesterday. I know. Like, I like, had to look well, at like three or four other articles yeah. Yeah. to make sure. But, uh, yeah, it's it's getting an R rating. And mm-hmm. they handle, like, if you haven't seen the video, go watch the video. It's that oh, fake right. Access Hollywood Mario Lopez and yeah. Ryan Reynolds, like, makes fun of It's better than the every movie, trailer like, yeah. they could have. But, like, yeah. but it was Mario Lopez. That wasn't fake Mario Lopez. No, that was, that was like, real that Mario was real Lopez. Mario, well, yeah. Is there was, a fake Mario Lopez <laughs> that I'm not aware of? Have you hung out there, on Hollywood? That's a that's a fair point. That's yeah. a fair, I, have, I have met various superheroes <laughs> there, but I didn't realize that A.C. Slater was, was similar to that. Yeah. There's an Earth 2 Mario Lopez wandering around. <laughs> there, you know. Are we allowed P2 to reference Earth wild. 2 sure. here? Or do we have to reference like... Mario fine, Mario. Earth 161. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. Earth 1610. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's the ultimate the, universe, everybody. Yes, it is. Oh. So. so everyone that hasn't seen it needs to see it. It is like it's totally great. what Deadpool's going to yeah. be. It's It's got yeah. an F word in it to show the original. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to remember to post it to our, our mm-hmm. wall. It's incredible. Our Facebook wall. Uh, so yeah, like, uh, but th- this is what we want. This is We mm-hmm. want our ratings more than we want the PG-13. Would we... Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it'll do. I honestly well, went either way because the comics, would, the comics PG thirteen, the comic does really well, and yeah. I definitely don't think, you know, if your movie needs to be R rating to be entertaining, then I'm like maybe maybe you got to rethink what the movie is. Yeah, but I certainly see the advantage of making it R with a character who's just balls to the wall, insane as Deadpool, mm-hmm. and when he's an assassin who can regrow limbs back and forth. Like I think that gives them the freedom they need. Like I, I think PG thirteen could have worked, but I think the R shows what movie is going to be, so kids don't. Like I, I think it's like yeah. a snap I was, of like yeah. 
I, so where before I was kind of like it doesn't need to be R keep it PG 13 to, to tell a good story but now that I've been seeing them handle this character really well yeah. I'm less concerned about them not they're going to tell a good story I have faith yeah, in them exactly, but yeah. I think what I find interesting now is that this actually opens up for the, the whole world of superheroes that now that we have an R rated superhero movie now maybe we can get a really good Punisher movie mm-hmm. you know maybe we can get the like Ghost Rider movie that we you bring know, need back to. Tom Jane please bring oh, back please. Tom so Jane good. for Punisher so Dirty Laundry Dirty Laundry is better him and Ron Perlman and Dirty Laundry, just genius. That, that showed you it's love. So good. Yeah. yeah, that showed you. One of the and the, the one of the best things Tom Jane oh, ever did me. was he was asked by a reporter who obviously was stupid and didn't understand the character <laughs> what the skull symbolized because oh he was like trying God. to sound intelligent. Like, what? so what does the skull in your shirt symbolize? <laughs> and Tom Jane was either had no patience left or was a little drunk, and he just or went. Both. It symbolizes freaking death. <laughs> It's because I'm here to kill you. I'm the Punisher. Frank Castle's dead, and I'm here to kill you. It's freaking dead. And he just went off. Oh, and it was the greatest thing. Funny. And I'm like, that's what you're Punisher, man. You are the man. Yeah. Uh, I the- agree. It does open a door that we haven't had dealt Like, Wolverine yeah. should have been rated R. It was so close, and it could have been. And I think this is a great precedent. Because American Sniper is the number one grossing movie mm-hmm. in 2014. That's a hard well, R movie. It- and I think I, we don't we yeah. don't need it. and I'm not gonna you know I don't think we're gonna have like lots of sexual like nature in the Deadpool film that's not it we don't need it for for nudity I think we do need it for almost like the comical gross amount of violence that you mm-hmm. kind of see in some of those like horror films it's like there's a comic where Deadpool is fighting someone else uh, someone else with mm-hmm. a healing factor and at one point like passes his pancreas back to him <laughs> like. If you if yeah. you want that kind of action, yeah, you're gonna I, I go hard. I want that. I want yeah. that. And if I have to get an R rating to get that really ridiculous scene of like, oh, here's my pancreas, you can have it back. Yeah. That's hilarious. Jason, Jason uh, Lasoya on uh, the live chat points out that Kingsman made a well, I, I don't know mm-hmm. that I can say that, but he made a lot of cash and was R rated. Uh, and uh, Deadpool is way more popular than that. Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Deadpool's had video games. Yeah. 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 Kingsman's so. great. Everybody see it. No, Kingsman was yeah, amazing. I didn't it was, was so amazing. And if they do anything like that one fight sequence in the church Incredible. with Deadpool. That six minute take was insane. That will like blow my mind. Yeah. That will blow my mind. So anyway, uh, our rating. Uh, real quick, Brianna Hildebrand has been cast as uh, uh, Negasonic, Negasonic Teenage Negasonic, Warhead. Negasonic, thank you. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Uh, Which is such an interesting character to play right? in and this And she's film. not even yeah. like a Deadpool character except no. for like X-Force, but I don't even think... That's not even that. So steps removed. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing, the interesting thing about Negasonic Teenage Warhead and why why she's fascinating to me is that she's very instrumental for Emma Frost's development in the comic books. Yes. Um, There's some... I don't want to go too much into it, but there's some stuff that happens in Genosha, which is the mutant stronghold island. Uh, Bad things happen. uh, Death happens. Negasonic Teenage Warhead dies in it and it actually like kickstarts Emma Frost into a lot of like the characterization and development that we see her in today. Yeah, she oh. she was introduced in Grant Morrison's yeah. run in two thousand one. And and she's she's kind of always been this weird character with a strange name that was a you know it's kind of a nod to a, a metal song and um actually yeah it's literally yeah, a metal it's, song yeah it is yeah, yeah it's it's I mean it's the, the title of it um but we know kind of Emma was like killed off screen uh in in um the first X Men uh. I, I don't know. I, I, some people feel she was like the yeah. No, I, I, she was mentioned as dead, dead in um in days of future oh, days past. of future past. Yeah, yeah. everyone uh, apparently died off screen. It was like Alien yeah. Three, but XM Three, where she's yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. I don't think she's going to tie into Emma or the Genosha storyline. I just think she, it's such a a strange and interesting character that I'm like they're probably like oh we have the rights let's bring her in because she's got a ridiculous name. Uh, do we know what they're going to do in terms of her power set, though? Or are they going to keep it as kind of this weird, like, 
prophetic dreams or are they going to... All like we I know right some, now is that she's cast. Yeah, like, I, I, read a, I read one piece where um, they said that she's going to be a more hands-on character than she is in the comics. Hmm. So... I think the Deadpool movie is, is in general an opportunity like Guardians of the Galaxy for Fox to really do something that no one else would touch and go as far as they want with it and see how it does. Like, I think this is a great litmus test. So putting characters yeah. like this in it, point. and I think this is really just, like, it's Guardians. It's like it's yeah, Fox yeah. being like, hey, let's see how this does. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's amazing. Yeah. I, there, uh, the release is... Uh, about her being a, a negasonic teenage warhead, said uh, her character is a telepath that also possesses precognitive abilities. Uh, Hollywood Reporter also notes that uh, Hildebrand is undergoing physical and stunt training for the role. Ooh. So, um, hmm. yeah. which I mean, we've never really seen her in too much action like, in the comics. So, but we be, haven't. Like, she was she was a student who then died. Like, yeah. the other yeah. time and, we saw her after that is she was either a mental projection, so mm-hmm. was it really her. Or in Necrotia, she came back because the whole story was about dead characters coming yeah. back. Yeah, mm, that's right. So, yeah, and I, I like. I but really she like, is interesting, and I like Hildebrand's look. Just a cool name. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think I think Hildebrand's like overall like her her look is going to lend really well to this character. She's she's really you know beautiful but interesting woman. Yeah, I mean they'll either maybe like use her in like a sort of expository way to kind of set up some missions for mm-hmm. Daredevil or like maybe she's a telepath well, she is De- a Deadpool does have a history in the Joe Kelly run at least of getting missions and guidance from a precog oh. so maybe she's replacing that character yeah that could be interesting remember that character's name I, again I haven't read the, oh. the Joe the, I want to say Charlie but I could be wrong yeah, yeah. It, was, it was this dude who looked like his face was melting but it's been years since I read it yeah <laughs> like <laughs> So, uh, well, uh, just like an hour before we started, there were some leaked set photos. Uh, we, we had time to throw up a couple, but there's, uh, we got Ryan Reynolds with some facial prosthetics. Look at that. Look at scarring. Uh, oh, I'm so excited. And we can probably expect for there to be even more, like, through yeah. CG oh, and sure. stuff like that. Yeah. Sure. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we've got that one. Go ahead and flip through. Uh, we've got mm-hmm. that. And then we've got, uh, Marina Bakharin. Yay! As a copycat, at least we're assuming it's going to be copycat. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we've got those posted on our Facebook page. If you want to go take a look at the, there's a lot of them. Yeah, the Ryan Reynolds. I, there's like twenty. Yeah. Check yeah. them out. Yeah, I, have a, I have a question: Is her hair black and blonde, or is it just? It another? looks like it. Okay, it's it not like just yeah, it. it's a little far away from the screen. Yeah. Me, so. Okay. So she's uh, got some neat. So yeah, we've got yeah. Uh, and we've got. Uh, I forgot to throw up the picture of the bad guy who's act- the actor's name. I'm forgetting. Um, oh, oh, the we, one that we think is. But you, you think it might be Agent X? By I, I would guess just from just from his look, Agent mm-hmm. X jumped to mind. Now, Agent X is supposed to be, uh, I believe, supposed to be Japanese in the comics uh, originally. Although he later took on the name Alex Hayden, but Agent X is a dude who basically sort of became a counterpart to Deadpool. He got the same powers and initially was becoming an assassin to kill Deadpool because he mistakenly mm-hmm. believed Deadpool had killed his brother, and then later they sort of had a. An interesting rivalry where they would sometimes work together and then they would sometimes fight and trade each other's pancreases and stuff. And the last time we saw him, he got exposed to like some Hydra weapon that gave him the American gene, which as it turned out made him obese. <laughs> and and then he had to go on Jenny Craig. I'm not making this up. He had Deadpool to go on Jenny Craig the, the, to like I, lose weight. I believe everything you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I but I mean that. the point is like you have if you play him as a comedic character it would work for this movie. Yeah. If you play him as an anti-Deadpool, it would work for this movie. So that's yeah. why Agent X popped into my mind. Yeah, and as opposed to T-Ray, because I don't think it's been, like... T-Ray's... Nothing's been confirmed as, like, it yeah. being T-Ray. Yeah. So T-Ray's, that's just been the assumption. 
I mean, he was an all right character in the Joe Kelly run, but he was never meant to be the big bad or even that. He, he was just this other assassin that was stronger than Deadpool and had a mat on for him. And then there was later a comic book where it tried to be like, actually, he's the real Wade Wilson and Deadpool stole his life. And then later comic was like, that makes no sense. Ignore that. <laughs> he was clearly lying or crazy. So, like, no one's... Because no one's really had a good handle on T-Ray. That's, yeah. that's why I don't automatically assume him. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, fair. Uh, all right. Well, do we feel like we've covered yeah. Deadpool sufficiently? I think I'm it's excited. been like 20 minutes on Deadpool. Not There's complaining. never enough. <laughs> you're so, so excited. So, this, you're more excited for this than Ant-Man. For me, for me it's, it's Civil War, Age of Ultron, Deadpool, everything else. I keep forgetting like, Ant-Man is a thing that's coming yeah. out. Yeah. But, like, but for me, this is my Doctor Strange. Like, I'm... I'm this really? is this is almost really? the equivalent. Oh, that puts Spider- it in some Spider- perspective Spider-Man's for me. Spider Man is my number one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Spider Man is almost a, a given. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool, yeah. like Doctor Strange, is not a given. So this existing is to me like the achievement of geekdom being an acceptable form of entertainment, and then this character being so specifically to me, mm-hmm. uh, this is my Doctor Strange. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's so awesome. This yeah. is I'm like excited Spider Man coming to Marvel again. Excitement like this Aww. existing is like no I know that's, that's like, so awesome though I'm so like, that's, I love because I think all of us have that that's different and, mm-hmm. and not the usual characters so that's and I love really... Ryan Reynolds like Ryan Reynolds indie yeah. films like the nines and, and it, all of his smaller stuff mm-hmm. is really underlooked and then him being in this big of a blockbuster and hopefully it erases Green Lantern oh, he's, he's, he's very he's good he's very yeah. good and and he has a deep love for Deadpool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. it's so important yeah. he, he loves Deadpool like I feel like Hugh Jackman loves Wolverine or yeah. even more and that's gonna show yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. him pushing this through got it made uh, real, uh, real quick, Spiker Net, I think is how you say your name. You wanted a shout out from the Marvelites in Singapore. Hi, Singapore. Hey, yo, Singapore. hey, what's, hey up? what's up? That's awesome. I what love Singapore. Singapore. Yeah, who doesn't love Singapore? I mean, I, I go there once a I'm week. I'm just like, the fact that we have someone who watches us. <laughs> I know, I think that's really cool. Awesome. That's really Isn't that cool. the magic of the internet? I know. Yeah, so uh, let's jump I over. I want to make a map of where all of our viewers live. I will let you do that. Okay. <laughs> I like maps. <laughs> little, those little pins, like instead of yeah. places we've been, like places cool. people have seen us from. But... Places people see us right yeah, now. I like that. Uh, so let's jump over to X-Men Apocalypse real yes. quick, where we apparently have some confirmation that Ben Hardy is Angel. Like, uh, uh, what website was it? I cannot remember the web- name of the website, but they released that they can confirm. Is uh, it Latino Review? Probably. Probably. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It was all Latino Review. Uh, yeah. it, it was not. Uh, <laughs> Variety? Oh, I, no, it wasn't one of the main. Uh, deadline. No. I can't remember. Can't be deadline. <laughs> it wasn't Sorry, a main one, like not deadline. Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, Ben Hardy was confirmed as mm-hmm. Angel, okay. which goes hand in hand with the uh, the Age of uh, the X Men Apocalypse production art that shows mm-hmm. Angel kind of being caged. Uh, I believe we've got that. There we go. Uh, he's in like in a cage and he's surrounded. Um, well, and this is okay. So let, I want to dissect this photo because this reads as one of two things to me. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like a weird fighting ring. In which he's yeah, you know, I see what you're saying. You can say that, or because because I'm so used to Dark Angel in Age of Apocalypse, it 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 makes me wonder if like I mean because I see people that look like spectators, so I don't yeah. think they'd be well transforming him there. But that's why I feel like is this some weird mutant fighting ring? Well, this is still Brian Singer still involved, right? I yeah. forget yeah. he's directing yeah. it again. Mm-hmm. Well, so I definitely think we're going to see Dark Angel because in X Men Two, when you go into uh, the Weapon X facilities yes. and there's the the X-rays of Wolverine. If you if you slow down that scene, you can also see there are X-rays of someone who clearly has metallic wings. Mm. And Brian Singer had always intended to reveal retroactively Archangel 
Uh, really? The dark side. Wow. Yeah, you That's can cool. see there's there yeah. is someone there who clearly was being experimented on and had wings. Interesting. And so Brian Singer, now that he's back mm-hmm. in in the pilot's chair, I have no doubt he's going to finally use some of those ideas that he never got well, to put into X Men Three. And that would find the Four Horsemen really well. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. You can't do Age of Apocalypse. You can't do an apocalypse storyline without Archangel. Like they, they have become can't. so intrinsically yeah. linked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess and, you could. And Archangel is still like. like I mean, up until like a year mm. ago, like when Rick Remender played with right. him uh, in X Force, like he was still like a big, he was still Archangel, like he yeah. was still around, and well, you know, also, so Archangel is still kind of the biggest victory Apocalypse has had because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know for a big threat, the, the the major bad things he's done have been in alternate timelines or parallel worlds. In our mainstream universe of Marvel, the biggest victory he's had is corrupting and permanently scarring. Uh, Warren Worthington. And mentally. that was his first story. That was X-Factor number yeah. six for Apocalypse. That, That's where he mm-hmm. first came out. and then Which wasn't originally going to be him. Yeah. Oh, re- really? Oh, no, What's no, the story behind the, that? The, the writer changed. And I, I believe Louise Simonson had started writing the comic. Yeah. And she originally uh, was going to be the Daredevil villain, The Owl. Was this secret mm-hmm. person no. manipulating? Yeah, it was going to be the no, owl. The owl? Yeah, it was going to be owl the secret. Lansley? Lansley? Oh, yeah, and Leland Alsey. Yeah, that's what it is. He was going to be the secret architect behind what was happening in X Factor. And then the writer that's changed, wild. or the editor changed, and and someone said, "You know, I didn't change it." Was that they Peter make David? Up a new character? That? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Peter David eventually came on to X Factor, yeah. but this was decided before he came on. Oh, and so goodness. then they retroactively said, "Oh no, there's this really old mutant with like crazy power, and he's Every called Apocalypse, power. and he's yeah. been like around for years." And then X Men Classic was coming out at that time, and X Men Classic was reprinting old uh, Claremont issues, but also adding in new scenes to cover up some plot holes. And in a couple cases, they decided, well, let's actually add foreshadowing retroactively. Mm-hmm. So then they added a scene with Apocalypse meeting Moses Magnum, and so suddenly you had this idea of this character who'd been around for years, and we just never saw him out of the shadows. Oh, that's so good. See, this is why we have Alan come yeah. on. He's a comic book historian and expert, so... Uh yeah so uh he's uh we, I I don't know what that is no. I have no clue what that is but that does make me think so well, that's a scar angel what thank you Alan <laughs> before we leave X Men yeah um, right. uh Wolverine's last Stand? appearance it seems like we that's the rumor that? yeah. yeah yeah that's all oh, right, right. Jackman's Instagram post saying like one last time uh, do I don't blame think- him. I mean, old man Logan's in ten years. So yeah, <laughs> give it some. T- I mean, just I love Hugh Jackman so much. But yeah, like, he's great as Wolverine. He's incredible. He's Wolverine, but I mean, you have to at some point be able to step away before it becomes. Yeah. Yeah. Wolverine. Well, I, I wonder um, if they're going to use like Age of Apocalypse to reset that and get a, like a newer, well, younger but Wolverine. I thought, we, right? I thought we had another Wolverine movie coming. We do. We uh, do. Okay. Yeah, but that that will be his last. Oh, so okay. I'm wondering okay. if that means he's in the implication. Yeah. I'm wondering if that means he's not an apocalypse somehow. If he says one last time implying the Wolverine movie, yeah. does I don't that know. mean, like, that's my curiosity. Well, what comes gonna... out first, apocalypse or the Wolverine movie? Apocalypse. apocalypse. Then yeah. I think, yeah, and I think, I think we, I, I, I want sure to vaguely remember, I, I've heard he's in it. Like, yeah. he makes, I know, I think I want to say, like, with confirmation, he makes an appearance in it. I, I feel like I've heard that somewhere. Maybe he's one of the horsemen, because he has yeah. been in the he's comics. Dead. He has, think... he was death at one point when and Archangel Brian wasn't. Brian loves Wolverine. There's no yeah. way he's not. Oh, yeah. No, Brian, yeah. It's, it's the Wolverine sorry. movie. It's, it's Wolverine and X-Men. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. But, so yeah no it's Wolverine and the X-Men. Yeah. 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 I, I would love, put this out there, Scott Eastwood as young Wolverine. Oh. If they do, like, a time displacement Ooh. thing. Because I think Hugh Jackman is looking more and more like Clint Eastwood. 
and Clint mm-hmm. Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood, could be a young Hugh Jackman. Oh. Wow. It'd be this crazy cycle around Clint though, Eastwood. Though, though he, uh, he's rumored to be in the um, Suicide Squad movie. Right. Mm. But I don't, sometimes Green he... Lantern is Deadpool, and sometimes Human Torch <laughs> is Captain America. It's true. That is true. So I'm okay. I'm okay. I just think Scotty should be a really cool Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so that's uh, we've got we've got our X Men news yeah. out of the way. Let's move on to uh, Marvel, uh, where first of all, as if we didn't need more reason to go <laughs> watch this movie, uh, the Star Wars trailer is going to come out <laughs> with Age of Ultron. So if you're if you were already kind of on the fence about like I don't know if I want to go see this Age of Ultron movie, you're probably actually not listening to this podcast. Yeah, but, what are they doing here? <laughs> yeah. Get away from here! Uh, but uh, now you have even more reason to go. It's going to make seven billion dollars. Oh, it's going to make so yeah. on Friday. Like, on Friday, because people line up to see these trailers on movies that are eh, good. But now it's yeah. Age of Ultron plus Star Wars. Like that's yeah. I, Disney insane. Disney is just like they're printing money. Yeah, it's at this insane. point, yeah. I mean, that's they, I think they are actually like part of the U.S. Mint system yeah. now. <laughs> they are actually what's keeping our country oh, afloat. They have yeah. way more money than mm-hmm. America does. Oh, yeah. just, that's just sad. Yeah. I, I think they're like our number one export now mm-hmm. at this I like, point. I'd like to think that Walt Disney's still alive, but he's Emperor Palpatine. He's oh my just God. like yes. running things. <laughs> uh, and he can actually shoot force lightning mm-hmm. out of his fingertips. <laughs> there you go. Walt like Disney, it. yeah. Like Why not? He's he's become uh, become the demon. <laughs> that's uh, canon now, you guys. The, the, the demon in uh, Fantasia. What's his oh name? Trinobog, I think? Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, that's what he's become. Or he's actually played by Tom Hanks. I was gonna say, or he'd be the sorcerer. (laughs) Also great. Oh, Yin said, true, true, yeah. Uh, So we've got that. Also, there was a a video that came out I think earlier this week where uh, they talked about how important the Maximoff twins are to the entire. Yeah, Age Joss Whedon kind of yeah. expands on their power set, which it got me thinking. So you know they've expanded uh, Wanda Maximoff. She's not really magic-y based with whatever her and, and thing. I'm fine with that because no, her, so her powers were always kind of to change but anyway. Yeah. They're making her a telekinetic and telepath, which speaks to me that they're kind of using her in a Jean Grey role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, you know, she's got the red hair. She's got, like, the same power set. She obviously has Omega-level, you know, powers. So it's kind of like, hey, we can't really have mutants. We can't really have, you know, the main Omega thing. And also, Wanda has a history of kind of going crazy and destroying things yeah. like Jean and the Phoenix has. So I really feel like if Marvel needed to ever have those story, like, wanted to use those storylines, they can do that without having That's Phoenix, really Dark Phoenix. So It's fine. also, it's, it's a, a kind of... And, and tropes by themselves aren't necessarily mm-hmm. bad, but it is a trope in science fiction that a lot of times the women will get sort of the more um, passive or invisible abilities, mm-hmm. like telepathy, like heightened senses, yeah. you know, like telekinesis. But but it's definitely, I mean, it's a good way to explain her her power set from the comics yeah. in, in this world. But I really, yeah. I don't know, I just something about it struck me as I'm like, oh, it's their answer to Jean Grey. It's also it's it's more direct because I mean, in those early stories, like it's just she casts a hex and yeah. it would make something like she casts a hex and you know the gun flies out of your hand or she casts. Well, it was a hex like probability the... altering powers. Right, it was like, yeah. right. Oh, everything but, I mean, works out in her favor. In like, the first several years, it was just doing things like knocking your weapon out or knocking you down or making you trip. If you the just say telekinesis. That's just a much more direct and obvious and understandable way to say yeah, exactly to, do, to achieve the same effect. Yeah, yeah, I I completely mm-hmm. agree. Yeah, 
but uh, they're apparently going to be, be kind of a bigger role in the movie than maybe we've even given it credit for. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Still uh, not sure about Quicksilver's accent. I mean, I'm glad they're... I'm okay with I, it. Yeah. No, you know what? I saw I saw an interview where they were trying to make it a little bit more nondescript and not oh, like regional specific. Yeah. So they kind of created their own that works. Well, Eastern actor, European accent. Yeah, because the actor himself is, what, New Zealand, he's, Australian? He's super British, I think. British. Yeah, yeah it was when, it, when he was talking off camera, I was like, I can't quite place that as, as English or New Zealand or Australian. But it is definitely when he's when he speaks as um, Pietro, he's definitely accented. I just don't. I have we haven't heard Wanda speak. So I'm really curious how it yeah. turns out because I really love Quicksilver and X Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I know it's yeah. gonna be totally different. I, I think that's yeah. really smart. Well, it'll to have really to be. Differently. Well, in, in the way like we didn't explain him, it's, he summed him up so perfectly. I mean, because he is so fast, he is very impatient with people, mm-hmm. and I'm really glad he captured. Like he got it. He yeah. knows. Yes, yeah. he knows. He got it. I know. He knows. Weedon's got it. Uh, also, we have news that. Uh, uh, Julie Delpy and uh, uh, why am I blanking? Uh, Linda. Uh, Linda Cardellini uh, are um, in the cast. We don't know who they are or what they're doing, but they were on the cast list for the premiere. And uh, oh, for for Avengers Age of Age of Ultron, yeah, for Age of Ultron. So they're on the cast list for the premiere. And a website reached out to Disney and was like, "Hey, are, is this a misprint? Are they actually in the cast?" And Disney wrote back, "No, they're they're in the cast." But we don't know who. Let's see. Linda uh, Cardellini for Squirrel Girl. <laughs> for Squirrel Girl? She'd be so good. What if she was... She, what, hey, what Squirrel she, Girl can you go back, can you go back to... Uh, can you go back... There we go. Squirrel. Right? I can see her okay. Squirrel Girl. And she's great. I love Linda Cardellini. No, so I love Linda Cardellini. Emily, what if she's Captain Marvel? Mm, I... I I, I mean, hate to say it, I think she might be a little too old to play Captain Marvel. Okay. How dare you, sir? No, I know. I feel like a jerk saying it, but like yeah. that's also Hollywood. Can, can we so. go back to Julie? I want to by Hollywood standards. Yeah. Right. By Hollywood She's a standards, I mean, yeah. How, yeah. Sadly, know, like yeah. she would make a great Carol Danvers. I but, think she would make a fantastic Carol Danvers. I, she wouldn't but, uh, be my I think top pick, but I, just, be, I guess I saw blonde, so I assume. Right. That's an interesting. I wonder who they're going to be. She's Moon Dragon. Oh. Who knows? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Think on that, nerds. <laughs> oh my god! She's Moon Dragon. This, this, the Avengers are going to it's some wacky going places yeah. if they're doing Moon there. Dragon. Uh, yeah. So uh, the the speculation, like immediately, of course, mm-hmm. is like, oh, she's going to be Captain Marvel. One of them's Captain Marvel. But uh, I don't. I kind of don't. No, I don't. See I don't it. think that Marvel would make the announcement that way unless. They're trying to keep it such a surprise mm-hmm. that this just that kind, kind of, of slipped through the cracks, yeah. you know? Right. Yeah, it is interesting because it's not even on IMDb, you know? I mean, she's you look her up and she's not credited on IMDb. So yeah, some people secret. guessing that she's Enchantress from Asgard. Oh, that would make sense because we do see a, oh, we see a yeah. blonde. Oh. oh. Oh, maybe she's Enchantress? Oh, I, could, or, yeah. I could see her being a Mora. Mora, yeah, I could oh. definitely see that. Oh. <laughs> Nice. All right. Though it would be really awkward. Well, no, Hiddles, Hiddles and her have the right age. Yeah, I could see that. Carrie Hamilton said, "Wouldn't it be cool if Deadpool commented on Quicksilver looking different all the time?" Oh my god! <laughs> and that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Well done, Carrie. Where's your accent? What? What? <laughs> what? Uh, oh, Hella and Enchantress. The Gamer Girls uh, says Hella and Enchantress. Ooh. No. Oh, that would okay. Be How oh, many yeah. Asgardians can you put in this film? Yes. All of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I still say you need to have just a separate spin-off Netflix series for Sif and the Warriors 3. Yes, so please. Oh, my God. I, I would watch yes. that. Yes. I would oh, watch yeah. that. Uh, so, yeah, we, that's our uh, X-Men mm-hmm. news. Also, I think we probably all already knew this, but Haley Atwell uh, said that her uh, her role in Ant-Man is small. She's more of a camera. Which is a pun. <laughs> you guys. You see what she did there? Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think we all kind of already 
if we didn't yeah. know that, we assumed it, but now it's just like I further confirmation. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like it takes place in the past, so I can't imagine yeah. she'd have a whole lot. Yeah, to and do. I, I think, in fact, she yeah. said it's like a flashback. It's a cameo, so now, yeah. like, we it's a cameo flashback. So now we know that there's a flashback. Mm-hmm. So we probably see like a younger Hank Pym in the Ant Man suit, like have, in the fifties yeah. or sixties. They have 60s. what's his name from Mad Men is back as yeah, John Slater. Yeah. Right? yeah, So that'll be. I think that all ties into that world. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. I, th- I think they're playing with the back the Marvel backstory yeah. stuff too. So. Uh, so that's that. Uh, and then Netflix. Let's jump over to Netflix real quick. We've got uh, news that the Southland showrunner, uh, Chio Hoderi Coker, uh, has been named as the showrunner for Luke that's Cage. That's awesome. I like it. Uh, that's he's also, so good. Uh, I think he was also the showrunner on Ray Donovan. He was mm-hmm. a writer on uh, Almost Human, and he was the sole writer for Notorious. Nice. Great. But Southland so. is such a... Oh, I, I've never seen it, so it's, it's, I'm going to have yeah, to rely on you for this. It's I mean, a hilarious it, comedy. Yeah, totally. It's going to be <laughs> well, but it makes me it makes me uh, think that they're going to really ground Luke Cage and really explore like him from the streets, and we're going to get a different yeah. we're going to get a very different show out of Luke Cage. Which, I mean, yeah, and which ex- is The Wire. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's what we're basically yeah. going to get. That's what it should I hope be. that's yeah. what it should be, and that, and that's and that's great. This this is what Marvel's been doing so well that. You have a connected universe, mm-hmm. but everyone gets their own atmosphere. Captain America is a different movie than Guardians of the Galaxy, even though they're clearly in the same universe. And for the Netflix shows and, and even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to go into such a different atmosphere where it's like you would not see uh, the Hulk yeah. or, or Thor in this atmosphere, but it works totally for Luke Cage. I love that. I think that that's great because that's also that's what the comics do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's what a, you want to read and you read well, that exactly, and exactly. And I think it's it's a much smarter move than I don't know doing a movie universe where everyone looks like they went to the same tailor and yeah, and exactly. they're done by the you same know, director. And I'm just, I, I am just going to say this. I think it's really important for comic companies, movie companies, game development companies to look at the wider audience and realize it's not all the same right. people from the same background and I of think not, yeah. you know I think Luke Cage is going to be something very different in the in what we've seen out of superhero movies mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited for it uh, you know maybe not all of us will be able to relate to it like on a you know I didn't come from that side of the world but I think it's going to be a great exploration I think they're going to tell a really good story and I'm really I am really excited I mean I've been pushing for diversity in our comics and films and, I'm, and I think this is like you know Marvel's been really in tune to that and I'm excited and I also think that the four characters they chose yes. for Netflix tie together well in that tone but well, also they- can be different enough to like yeah. you said, carry their own. Well, and there is kind of something that they all have like this from the from from the ground level, from the streets. Even though mm-hmm. like you know Matt Murdock's a lawyer, you tend to think like, oh, lawyers are rich and fancy and drive fancy cars. No, he comes from like he comes from blue collar, yeah. you know, people. It's I think there's, there's and he's a, a defender. Yeah, and he's yeah. a public that defender. Yeah. cut out in the door in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. great. That's, that's, that's so great. Yeah. So I'm, I I think I think just from from someone who's been aware of this and talking about this for years, I'm really excited mm-hmm. to see this. So I know it's weird. We're a panel of of, of white white people up here. I really want to get. There's some people I would love Shh, to get on our them. show to kind of talk more about this because I don't want to talk about something that I'm not an expert on. But I'm I am really I am excited. Yeah, and I think what. Joss Whedon does best is, mm-hmm. is combine those worlds. Like, what yeah. the world yes. able to do with the yes. Avengers, com- considering how different Iron Man and Thor no. that were, I'm really intrigued by how the Russo brothers handle combining these new worlds in their own yes. flavor. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, one of the smartest uh, things that was done in Avengers was having Captain America just sort of listen to everything and say, so your brother is invading from outer space with an army. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and it's just like, yeah, this is weird. Cap thinks it's weird too. Yeah, therefore it's We're okay. With, yeah. Therefore it's okay. You, those moments, those interactions, make it work. And that party scene in the trailer already establishes how well yeah. they handle yeah. that. Scene. Like 
his Thor's outfit is so perfectly Asgardian yeah. and Earth, and like everyone's wearing like not superhero clothes, but like, but still like, like kind of super. I want to dress like an a- accidental superhero, like yeah, that. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The costume Thor's, well, their Thor's costume designer is fantastic. She, she's amazing. No, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I really, I, 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 for how awesome I, I, she is. I, I really can't wait uh, to start um, the cosplay coach and uh, try to get her on the show. Yeah. I, obviously, we're doing an Age of Ultron episode. Oh, oh, well, yeah, you're, you're going to have to. I have, well, I've been wanting to make that Black Widow for a while, so now it gives me an excuse. <laughs> and the costume on Daredevil looks incredible too. Like the one we've seen, uh, yeah. that was the closest uh, thing I've ever seen to like straight out of the page. It yeah. Was yeah, really strong. Well, let's. Let's jump off of Luke Cage mm-hmm. and let's jump on to Daredevil because there were a couple trailers that were released yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them uh, was they they used the word defender for the first time yeah. and they said uh, yeah. what, what how did they say it? like witness the the birth of the first defender, defender or like something like that like in text is like yeah we're getting defenders don't what we got here it's, we are it's very I'm it's so excited. it's like the exact we knew we but, knew because we knew the contract yeah. and the deal and everything but it's very. It's kind of the Netflix equivalent to uh, uh, Sam Jackson appearing the at the end. Yeah. 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 You ever heard of the Avengers Initiative? It's it's, and it's that great exact. Timing. It's a week away. They know what they're doing. Oh, they yeah. know what they're doing. They so, so know what they're doing. I've avoided the last batch of trailers. Let me show you this yeah. cube. Yeah, it's it's that wink. Yeah, it's yeah. that little bitty picking. They're, they're coming. He's the first defender, but there's three more to me. Yeah. So uh, and and in that same one, uh, we we heard I think Foggy talk for the first time, mm-hmm. which was exciting. I was like, oh, Foggy actually talks. I was like, oh my god, we're getting closer to this. And then at the very end, they had uh, the scene with the night nurse. Where uh, she said something like, "By the way, your costume sucks," and he's like, "Yeah, it's a work in progress." It's oh, like, oh yeah. yeah, like just hearing like These the night nurse talk, like w- like just hearing like those characters talk. It's like, oh, we're so close. Oh, we're yeah, so close. Next week. Yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, because of, uh, well, After Buzz is sending you mm-hmm. to the Daredevil premiere tonight. Yes. I think it's just like the first episode. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing. I'll be doing red carpet interviews yeah. with. Uh, well, I think I'll be there on, on behalf of Popcorn Talk and us, and then Megan Selene is from yeah. After Buzz. We'll be pairing up together. Uh, so we'll do red carpet interviews. We're gonna watch the yeah. first episode. You'll hang out with us. Um, and well, I, and I get yeah. to go because I'm a Marvel Unlimited subscriber. Dude, so, all I have to say so is, cool. if you live in LA, sign up for Marvel Unlimited because they got into the the, the press conference. I, uh, well, yeah, we got into the Marvel event yeah. because of, of Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, that's cool. We have yeah, friends, too. Yeah. I'm going to go see I'm Furious just, 7, and I'm going to love it. I'm sure it's you not will. Marvel-related. I'm, I'm going to watch Columbo on Netflix. I'm going to come <laughs> So go screw yourself. Hang out. I love, Columbo so is delicious. So It'll excited. be the William Shatner episode, which got meta. Yeah. <laughs> the director's so, going to be there at mine, just like so that's cool. Yeah. I'm excited. Can we, can we actually do a, a Fast and Furious show? They should it is the closest to the Avengers that you can do without being Marvel-related. Yeah. I will. Well, Fast I've, Five and Six are the Avengers, but without comic characters. It's true. Well, they're, I mean, they're superpowers, cars. Yes, yeah. Vin Diesel and and The Rock are comic characters in their own right. They're superheroes, guys. Uh, so uh, that's that's all the news we've got to report on. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna try and do some questions. But first, first, we've got uh, the Wizard World question of the week from last week, which oh, was yeah. uh, what. Big news story will come out right after our show finishes recording. Can we can we see the Modoc uh Modinklage? Ah, Modink Modink yes. Modink. yes. Uh, uh, that was uh, that was on our Facebook page. Uh That's but some good uh, art, thank you. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that fantastic? Mm-hmm. Uh so here are the six that we chose. Uh Judge he- uh Judge Hector wrote Johnny Knoxville, Bam Margera, Wee Man, and the rest of the Jackass crew have been cast as the Morlocks <laughs> in a Morlocks vs. the X-Men standalone movie. <laughs> Uh, Griffin Edwards wrote Deadpool costume reveal. <laughs> I, well, yes. Yeah. Does he work for fuck? <laughs> uh, Jasper 
Elwes wrote, Matt Cook will be playing Peter Parker, and Matt Key will be surprisingly T'Chaka. Oh, that's a bold move. <laughs> that's, that's, a bo- that's a really bold that move. Would, that would be some bold casting. Yeah, talking about wow. really going progressive there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I, I'm not sure bold is the right word, even. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can see myself as T'Chaka, and I can absolutely see Matt Cook as Peter Parker. I could actually see Matt Cook I could as see Matt as uh, Nick Ward wrote, uh, Ultron wins, slate canceled. Aww. <laughs> um... Xander McCorston wrote, Marvel announced Ellie Kemper will play Squirrel Girl in an upcoming Netflix series. The series will have a connection to every MCU property thus far. Oh, I would actually love that. I would love that. And I would love yeah. to just see like an episode or like like a Netflix series where Squirrel Girl actually beats Galactus yes. and Thanos. Insane. Super funny. I just want my Dazzler series. Aww. You're the only one. <laughs> Me and Jim McCann. We're it. We're it. <laughs> Who's your Dazzler? Uh, you know what? It depends on whether you're at the start of her career or later in her her career. If you're at the start of her career, I'd go for an unknown. If you're later, I would go for Emma Caulfield or Leslie Bibb. Oh, oh, I can see Leslie yeah. Bibb, yeah. Uh, Tony Millette said, Daniel Craig and Charlie Hunnam have, are playing Union Jack and Captain Britain. So those are the choices that we've got. I do uh, love Union Jack. I know, right, like just the Union just get, Jack, like just, just like just leave. Just I just also because he he fights vampires. I yeah, know, I just so. Uh, my my vote is either for um, uh, the, the the Jackass crew as the Morlocks or uh, Ellie Kemper as Squirrel Girl. That's those are my. My two vote votes. is going to the one that actually was right. I mean, the Deadpool costume reveal. Yeah, but he he could have said that after it happened. Oh, yeah, I don't think he actually called it. Oh, I see. There's so, no timestamp. Oh, I don't. On this. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's no timestamp. Oh, okay, then I'm gonna go with Squirrel Girl because I love Squirrel Girl. Okay, so we got two. Uh, well, one for Squirrel Girl. Do you guys? Uh, yeah, Squirrel Girl. Okay, Jackass. Jack. I love oh. those guys. Morlocks. That seems so good. Mm, that I'm means the tiebreaker's on to me now. Cause, like, my, didn't you pick Morlocks? No, I said Squirrel Girl or Morlocks. Uh, I haven't said uh, which wait, one I want yet. Well, can, can, um, can our booth, John Tarvis? John, uh, John, 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 John Tarvis, do you have a, do you have a vote here? John Tarvis. Uh, hmm. I'm going to go with the Jackass group. Yeah. All right, so, so now it is tied. So I'm still the tiebreaker. Flipping it. Uh, Just gonna flip everything. No, don't flip. I'm gonna say Squirrel Girl. I'm gonna <laughs> oh, say Squirrel Girl. Right. Yeah! I'm gonna say Squirrel Girl. It's just I, because Squirrel Girl is awesome. She is awesome, and the comic book is very awesome right now. So take I would, that, boy. Take it. You, it's wow. Fine. Why? Why are you so mad at him? So uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna just let it be for you be. on the live chat. Why don't you go ahead and. Uh, Ask us uh, some questions. I'm going to be watching them while they play, play the play game. Yeah, game? you guys oh, play the game. I just want to play but the if cards. you have questions, uh, go ahead and ask us uh, real quick. We've got a couple minutes left. Why, why so. do I pull the worst hands, guys? Wonder, Wonder Man is not a terrible. Versus. Mojo. Oh, oh, Wonder Man will yeah, kill Mojo. Wonder Man, Wonder Man yeah. wins. Mojo sucks. He does. Sorry, go away. The only thing, good thing we got out of Mojo World was um, Spiral. Well, and long shot. Oh, and long shot. Oh, yeah. Shatterstar was from there too, right? Shatterstar that was from the Mojo verse. What year mm-hmm. you're reading comics? He's had like four oh, origins. Oh, oh, go for oh, it. I win. Oh, Mother Trucker. I win. Who'd you get? I got me. Aww. I got Dark Phoenix. I got Wonder Man. <laughs> How many Wonder Mans are Wonder in this Man? Deck? Also I've, sucks. Frankly, what? I've never other than the I've first never, story. I've never been a giant fan. Right, last one. Last one. Because right. we're one to one right now. So. All right. Oh. Invisible. Oh, invisible oh, rogue woman and invisible rogue. woman. Ooh, that is a good one. Ooh. 
Uh, Depends on how creatively. What, what, yeah. what, are, what are the invisible powers? woman's power levels on the back? That God. was my favorite part of the card. Yeah, the power three levels. stamina, three intelligence, and two on strength, speed, agility, and durability. Okay, mm. so this is before she realized her yeah. full potential yeah. again. So I'm gonna go with Rogue. I'm on gonna that go. One. I am gonna. I'm gonna concede to Rogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Rogue could steal the power yeah. and uh, still have Captain Marvel's yeah. powers because it's the when, Jim Lee X Men one. When, so. when has Rogue been truly defeated? Like. Uh, it's happened on occasion. Yeah, but... like juggernauts beat her up. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. the Avengers fought her to a standstill in her first appearance, mm-hmm. which is you know? which says a lot for her, given the fact that she was so young. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, you know? That was Avengers Annual number ten, if I remember. I think Eleven. Oh. I think it was ten. It might have been ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna it's put money on ten. <laughs> All right, I'll then. go with ten. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so we have a ton of questions, and yeah. before oh. we answer any of these, I have to say, oh, go for whoever it. Whoever said Michael Bay directing Spider Man is well, I, it was April Fools, right? I God, I hope so. I'm real upset. I'm like, no, 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 no that guy. That's, Please that's, be joking. Uh, totally so uh, Jason Lasoya asks, do you think Wonder Man Simon Williams will ever have his time to shine in the Avengers? Like in in the in the MCU, I'm guessing. So I don't think no. I don't think they're going to pull him that's in. A yeah, little, that's a stretch. That's yeah. more. Than and more. also, he would be more interesting uh, the way they did it in Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes, where he's this tragic villain. Oh, like he would be more interesting that way. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's, I, I'm looking for other questions here. Uh, do you think mm-hmm. Deadpool will talk about his daughter at all, or have a unicorn? Unicorn, yes, daughter. From no. from cult. Yeah, I think daughter's Bado. too recent. I think yeah. daughter's yeah. a great storyline, but yeah. that's a great sequel or third. Because uh, the yeah. whole thing is him not knowing for so long. You couldn't have it just introduced. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and someone asked what comics they should read if they're in another country uh, from Marvel. Uh, I think Ultimate Spider-Man is a great way to start reading comics. It's mm-hmm. really approachable. It's yeah. a lot of what things are based off of. Yeah. And beyond that, uh, if you want to read classics, Amazing Spider-Man's great, too. But I'm a Spider-Man guy. Yeah. 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 I mean, the the old masterworks for some of these are, are fantastic. Like the masterworks collections uh, for Fantastic Four, which is the original runs from the '60s. I mean, yeah, they, they're kind of hokey by today's standards in yeah. terms of dialogue. But man, there's cool so much imagination. There's mm-hmm. so much imagination there. There's there's so much insanity there, and that sort of is what built the Marvel universe. And Claremont X Men would be great. Yeah. Claremont X Men would be great. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel uh, no, you know by what? Kelly Sue DeConnick, yeah. learning to fly. I'm also yeah. gonna throw this out there. If if you want a kind of good start with X Men, is uh, Joss Whedon's Astonishing. Astonishing X-Men. was great. Astonishing was great. It really, really sets up a lot. Gifted. You don't have to know the whole city yeah. history, but mm-hmm. it's a good good. It's a great team. It's a, it's a great team. team. Also yeah. the, the the Joe Casey miniseries Children of the Atom. Yes. which is sort of a prequel to the original team forming. Yeah. That's a really mm-hmm. good miniseries. Yeah. And, well, that's and, been and currently, currently going on, like Mark Wade's Daredevil is just... Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, Mark, so great. Yeah. Mark does an amazing job. Oh, and also uh, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye is fun. It's super, it's super fun. fun. It's super not fun. the Hawkeye you Very see in the accessible, films, yeah. but he's my favorite Hawkeye. Dan Slott's Spider-Man and Human Torch. If you can yeah. get that trade, it's it's like five team-ups they have over yeah. the years. And it's just, it's a sitcom, basically. And it's fantastic. Especially when he finally reveals, like, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, rather, trying to broadcast to the Human Torch in a crowded room that he is actually Spider-Man and they need to team up right now. Because there's, like, a hostage situation. that's funny. So he's, like, everyone's got their hands up, including Peter Parker, and he sees, he's trying to, like, get Mm -hmm. Johnny's attention. And Johnny's like, why is Peter motioning to me? He's like... (laughs) (laughs) And Johnny's like, what? No. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was fantastic. So like, he was doing the NC Vincy Spider. Oh, that's like, funny. I love that. Someone else asked who our favorite B list uh, comic character would be. I think it's a really cool question. Oh, oh. that is. They asked like four times too, which makes them seem. Exactly yeah. They really want to know. Let's oh, see. Uh, that's good. Uh, B listers. 
Oh gosh. Um, I don't, mean, I've always had a soft spot for Speedball just because he's so lame. <laughs> Ro- Robbie Baldwin, D minus. No, I know, but like that's the first thing that came to mind. Like Robbie Baldwin, Speedball is so lame. Uh, I really like Ben Riley and Kane. Which probably oh, isn't yeah. acceptable to say. I like I like what they've done with really Kane. Really interesting where they've gone. The from way such, yeah, the way Kane is right now in Scarlet yeah. Spider, I really like it. I really you know, like that stuff. Uh, strong guy, Guido. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He's always been like one. Of, like anytime I would pick up X Factor, I'd be like, oh yeah. Would we say that Multiple Man Jamie no. Madrox is a B lister? He's become more of an A lister. Yeah. yeah, he's got his own series. He's, yeah. like, he's, now. he's a top five yeah. for me. Like he's yeah. one of my favorite I mean, characters. People were saying Nightcrawler and stuff, and I can think no. of A-lister. Nightcrawler. I would yeah. say because I consider him an A lister. Yeah, yeah. 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 B lister is uh, actually hard to quantify. I mean, B lister. I. Dazzler and Adam Warlock are maybe oh, up there. Oh, yeah. I love Adam Warlock. Um, yeah, I think Adam Warlock, because also they're both characters where I, I really think, I love the idea of it so much, and I think their full potential mm-hmm. has been reached often enough. Uh, mm-hmm. So I love the two of them. And, uh, yeah, for Marvel Universe, I also love Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Uh, and she, they don't know what to do with her half the time. Yeah. It's like, well, now she's photon. Yeah, now that, she's pulsar. Now she's, now she's Captain Marvel again. <laughs> and now she's, she's on the Mighty Avengers. Avengers. Oh, yeah. Machine Man. Oh, Machine yeah. I freaking I was, love Machine Man. Would, He's would, way fun. Would Thunderbird be considered a B-lister? I mean, I know she kind of got to do Captain Marvel during the whole Dark Avengers I would, stuff. I would still yeah, consider really, her a B-lister. I, yeah, I really yeah. think, or like, what, the her different monarchs, I think I thought her storyline, especially when she exiled herself to the moon, mm-hmm. it just showed really good characterization. Yeah. I really liked her. Uh, Chamber from Genesis. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh there you go. I'm a big fan of Chamber. I want Edward mm-hmm. Pat- uh, Ed, like Pattinson, Robert Pattinson to yeah. play Chamber. Oh, so my bad. God. Because Pattinson's a really good actor, but he yeah. only is known for mm-hmm. Twilight. And that accent, the hair. Yeah. Chamber. Chamber. I, I would love to see Cosmo. Like, I, they had, like, a quick little, like, cameo in Guardians mm-hmm. of the, uh, the oh. telepathic oh, yeah, legend yeah. dog. Oh. I love that character. Blazing Skull. <laughs> oh, from the Golden Age character, the Blazing Skull. Because oh yeah. it was like you're digging deep. You look like Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. but you joke like Deadpool. <laughs> and and I just loved him. I just yeah. loved like the first the first Invaders comic I read. They're like rushing into a secret Nazi base where they're trying to open up doorways to other dimensions. And they're all like, we have to stop the Nazis because they could totally mess with the entire world. And Blazing Skull is singing. We're off to see the Wizard. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. As they're rushing so into things. It's like, would you stop singing? And I was like, this is incredible. I love this a character? Cosmo movie, but as like Homeward Bound, like I'm trying to get back into Interactive <laughs> Space. Like a Cosmo as the protagonist, but in a See, animal family yeah. friendly. That's trying our first to get joy home. in Marvel. He's trying to get home. Space. He just wants to get home. He's just intertalking with us. You could, you could leave that into the Pet Avengers. It'd be incredible. Oh yeah. If you bring in Lockjaw Homeward and, Bound with and Niles the Cat mm-hmm. and, and uh, Frog Thor. Lion Frog and, Thor. and Throg. Yeah. Spider Monkey? Spider Monkey? Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Just go. my Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray oh, Bill's the man. Yeah, I do love Beta yeah. Ray Bill. Yeah, he's my, my favorite B-lister. Because uh, he's, he's got that sci-fi quality, yeah. but he's also got that old world, like, Thor, my blood brother! Exactly. We uh, must fight together! So, uh, yeah. Moon Knight win, and who should play him, but from uh, James Floodgate? Oh, I, I don't know. Ben Foster. Ooh! Ooh he so he can choice. handle the multiple oh, personalities. He he's really yeah. dark. He's super good intense. Choice. Oh. Ben Foster. Or do you we'll ever see him? Giovanni Ribisi play a really interesting one. Uh, that'd be my reach. Giovanni Ribisi is such an underrated actor, and I think he could handle it. Yeah. But Ben Foster number one, Giovanni number two. Yeah, okay. I, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to challenge that. Do you think that we yeah. could get like a, a series two of Netflix? I think that's going to be their next phase. I think it'll be Punisher, Moon Knight. I definitely uh, think yeah. Ghost Rider maybe. maybe. As well. Especially now that mm-hmm. Warren Ellis has reinterpreted Moon Knight mm-hmm. in such a great way. Yeah. He can do a plain clothes Moon Knight look. Yeah, yeah like just the white suit. Yeah. And I think Ben Foster can carry a show. I think yeah. he really could. Handle I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. 
Uh, last question. Do you think Kang the Conqueror will be the bad, big bad after Thanos? No. I would love that. I doubt it. I don't see it. It's hard to explain. It's just it's just not it's so big. I, I yeah, you I, go. I think they've already done a, a huge cosmic overlord. Yeah. I feel like they're going to have to like bring it more primal, bring it more personal. Um especially, I mean, I, I honestly I think I think the next phase 3 we're with Spider-Man coming back, I, I really think we're going to see um Dark Avengers. I think we're going to start seeing a bit more grounded storytelling. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh I would say that you could do more of a personal Kang story and take that into that kind of direction, make it more subtle and more manipulation, but then it's not Kang the yeah. Conqueror, then it's a Mortis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I maybe, think we, maybe I, that's what they do. Like, I, I could know. see them do a Mortis and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and crossing over to some yeah. of the other Netflix shows. I don't see Kang, because he is a Conqueror, if you're going to mm-hmm. be true to him. But we have Thanos uh, kind of doing the similar story yeah, I mean, He's been waiting. Like, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you've, you've already got mm-hmm. that, yeah. It's, it's, that's the problem with doing a film franchise as opposed to a TV franchise. You you as much as you have these higher budgets and, and bigger worlds to destroy and build, you also have a limitation of uh how many characters of the same ilk you can introduce. Yeah. I'm also I, I'm I'm just really curious too how long how long we're gonna be able to get these awesome superhero movies. I mean we're eventually gonna have to recast soon because of age but it's just you know I, I'm really fortunate that we have so many superhero movies but I also am like oh, I wonder when that bubble's gonna burst Rockstar 227 so they're never gonna post a question again unless we answer them what was your question yeah because you guys you, don't bother to answer it well, it's just the chat room also goes th- so, it's so fast. Yeah, so yeah fast you, you guys talk real yeah. fast. You guys talk very oh, fast, and we're trying to do a show. Will Star Fox show up? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Star Fox is not that interesting of a character, honestly. He's just sort of this charming or rapey guy, depending yeah, on what he's a little rapey. Yeah, depending but, but on there how was, he plays there was, powers. Like, there was some speculation after Guardians that he might end up being Star-Lord's dad. Yeah. Like Peter- That'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, just flat out. Yeah, be terrible. <laughs> uh, so uh, we've got one more, and then we Venom in the yeah, MCU. We gotta, we gotta wrap soon, Venom guys. I mean, I want it, Mark I mean, to happen really bad. It never will, but Maximum Carnage is one of my favorites. I would love to see the Flash mm-hmm. Thompson version of Venom show yeah, up, me but too. right yeah. now they're still just Agent trying to Venom. get Spider-Man into there. So see, if, if Venom comes, I want I want Flash later. If, if you do, oh no, no, if you do Eddie Brock, go with the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon version because he actually had an origin that like made sense to me. MCU, yeah, the the the. I mean, he, the way Venom showed up in the comics was not the plan. It was a last-minute change, and that's why his origin story kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Is, I was a reporter, and you showed my news story was wrong. Meanie. So, here we are. And, and the I character call myself, became incredible. Like, the like character became cool. It's just there, there was... You still, no matter what, had to re- keep reiterating that backstory that really made no freaking sense. You know, whereas That's my... Greg Weissman in the cartoons protector of Spider-Man gave him this really great backstory that built over time and gave him a reason to hate both Peter and Spider-Man. And I, I want that. I, want I would that no. If off. you do it that way, if you do it like Greg Weissman did mm-hmm. it, awesome. Tom Hardy, awesome. Brock. <laughs> Keep no, you would be great. You would be great. Yeah. Uh, oh. So I, the, that is a, an hour long show. <laughs> We've got to cut it short. I'm sorry, I'll or, not, not cutting cutting it short. We went really long to try to answer as many questions as we could. But uh, that's our show. We've got to we've got to take off. Rhodey's not dying. In. We have to go places. Uh, we, well, yeah, we have to go see yeah, Fast and Furious. Go, uh, so that's our show. Thanks for joining us. Do you guys have any final thoughts at all? We'll be at WonderCon. Come find us. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if you're if you're in the area, we'd love to see you. Come find us. Uh, tweet at us or whatever. Yep. Uh, special thanks to our prize sponsor, Wizard World Conventions. They've got Vegas uh, at the end of April, uh, 24th through the 26th, Minneapolis.
Minneapolis, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Then Philadelphia is a big show for them, 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th, where they'll have David Tennant, Billy Piper, Haley Atwell will be there. So uh, if you guys are in that area, go do it. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Marvel Movie News. Rate us, leave us a comment uh, on YouTube uh, through the Popcorn Talk Network. Comment, thumbs up, keep us coming back to you. Find us on Facebook, Marvel Movie News. Like us, you can find us on Twitter, at Marvel Movie News, uh, PTN. Uh, I'm at the Matt Key. I'm Meredith Placco at M Placco. I'm Alan Kistler at Sizzler Kistler. I'm Coydrondro at Coydrondro. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. <laughs>